Thanks for listening to the podcast of Hope Church in East Hampton, Connecticut. Our mission is to love God, love people, and serve the world. To find out more about Hope Church, be sure to check out our website at cthope.com. Well, good morning, Hope Church, and Merry Christmas. I hope all of you had a wonderful Christmas, and um, I know it's been a while since I've seen you, and so I'm excited to be able to say that to you myself. Uh, I've missed you uh, so much, and I'm so grateful to be here today with you. My name is Tom, and, and I'm the pastor here, and I'm so glad that you joined us wherever you're joining us from. It has been um, a crazy last couple of weeks for my family, as so many of you know, and I just need to stop and say thank you. Thank you so much for all your care, for your concern, for your support, uh, for your prayers. I can't tell you how much that means to me, to my sister Leanne, to my mother, and to all of my family. I would ask for your continued prayers in the days ahead as we, as we work through the loss of, of my dad and as my mom works through the loss of her husband. He was the most incredible human being. So many of you know that. So many of you knew him. He was a partner here at Hope Church for almost 20 years. He served faithfully as an usher and a greeter. And, and so many of you know him that way as he welcomed you in the door, always holding his cup of coffee. That's one thing we'll always remember my dad for. Uh, it has been a, a rough couple of weeks, but we feel so supported and so loved. And I'm just grateful to be here today. Uh, life is precious and um, again, as we gather for the holidays and as we go into the new year, I hope that you're able to celebrate with the ones that you love, uh, that you could make uh, memories and that just God fills your, your souls and your hearts with, with joy and with peace and with love. So I have a, I have a question for you. I, I know that um, Christmas is kind of behind us now, although, you know, it's still just a day after, but... Um, we've probably opened the presents. The tree is probably still up at your house. You're probably still um, uh, full from all the food that you've eaten. Uh, but I have a question I want to ask you uh, this morning. What is the most favorite Christmas present you've ever received? We actually asked a couple of Hope Church people uh, what their uh, favorite gift was. And here are a couple of their answers. Nintendo 64. Oh, yes. I remember getting those games and oh, that was 
so much fun. What was your favorite game? Uh, probably Goldeneye or Wayne Gretzky Hockey. But we we played that. All the friends came over the neighborhood and we, we played that system until it didn't work out. <laughs> that is awesome. What was your favorite, most ultimate Christmas gift of all time? Taco trucks, of course. And why? Because you take them out in the dirt. What was your favorite, most ultimate Christmas gift of all time? Oh, that's easy. I got a set of skis that I wanted for Christmas. My first pair ever. And it's been downhill ever since. <laughs> downhill ever since. A Flopsy Doll. A Flopsy Doll. Now tell us a little bit about the Flopsy Doll. What made that so special? Well, it was, it was made out of cloth, so it was soft. Very soft, cuddly. Oh, I like that. That's awesome. A video game system for my Ooh, a lot of people have said this. Do you remember what system it might have been? Coleco. Oh, that is so that, awesome. That just dated me a lot. Go look that up. <laughs> One year I got my like, dream BMX bike. And it was like this awesome thing. You know, as we did that uh, interview, um, we realized in putting this video together that so many people had a problem remembering or even thinking of uh, their favorite Christmas gift along the years. Um, as we were reminiscing this week, even in my own family, uh, we kind of went around and asked each other, my brothers and sisters, my mother, what was the f most, um, you know, the favorite Christmas present that you remember receiving? And really, none of us had uh, a great answer. I, I do remember maybe my most notable gift, and that was receiving a bike. Um, and uh, my parents uh, had an old bike and uh, they ended up spray painting it for me, silver and blue. Uh, and I remember ha getting that bike and loving it. Although uh, by the time the summer rolled around, it had been stolen out of my backyard, uh, never uh, to be seen again. But that was probably the closest thing I could get to uh, remembering what my favorite gift I ever received was. Um, receiving is certainly fun. And when I think about receiving gifts, I think of my buddy Steve, who's like, give me all the gifts. I love receiving gifts, right? That is truly a lot of fun. But maybe more important, and maybe the things that we would remember the most are the gifts that we've been able to give other people. And why is that? Well, it for me, it's because I think God has wired us in such a way deep down that something happens in our hearts and our souls when we are givers. Yeah, receiving's fun. Receiving's great. We enjoy those things. We think they're thoughtful. But you know what is even more special? Being able to give something. We've thought about it. We've planned it. We like to see the look on that person's face. And maybe you saw that yesterday as people opened gifts or on Christmas Eve or whatever your traditions are. There's something great about giving. In fact, I'm the type of person, I get really uncomfortable trying to open a gift in front of other people. I really do. It's maybe a weird thing, but I just don't like it. But I love to give gifts, especially to my kids. And as I've been thinking this season and as... Um, we, even as my family, have been going through this time, I, I, I've been asking myself this question. What's the best thing that I can give to God? 
What's the best thing that I and you can give to God? And I've been really thinking about that. And I, and I think I have an answer. And I'd like to propose one to you today. And that is, I believe the best thing that we can give to God is our faith and our trust. Our faith and our trust. You know, we received God's eternal gift of life. If you're a Christian, you've received that gift of life. And certainly that's the best gift we can ever receive. But that is a two-way street because we do give something back to God. And that is a life filled with faith and trust in him. The gift he gave promises us a new eternal life, the gift of heaven and all that comes with that and the joy and the promise of no more pain and of no more suffering and of peace forever where the old passes away and everything else becomes new. Yes, we receive that. But as we live here on this earth, what is the best thing that we can give God? And I would propose it's our faith and our trust in him. Lives that are lived in faith and trust of him. And so I was thinking of this verse that so many of you might know. We find it in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Now, I don't think that word impossible, that doesn't mean God isn't pleased with us or doesn't love us on us and doesn't dote on us. But what he is saying is a life lived in faith is the most pleasing thing to him. Without faith, it's, it, 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 it comes up short. But when we're able to put our hands in his and we're able to put our trust in him and his decision and in his way, what a gift we can give to our Lord. Here's the thing, Jesus' way was always about faith and trust. Certainly we look back on the gift that he gave us, him giving himself up on that cross taking the payment that we deserved and putting it on himself. And we look back on that in faith and say, thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you for what you did on the cross. We could look back at what he did on our behalf and we look back in faith. But what is also true, that even before all of that, before Jesus came as a baby, like we just celebrated, and we look even throughout the stories of biblical history, and we see those who have gone before, even they were called to live a life of faith and trust in Jesus. Faith and trust was required then, and it's required now. And there's this passage of scripture in Hebrews 11 that kind of goes through a list of people that, that God commends for their faith. And I'm not going to read that all. I, I would encourage you to go back today and to read that. But there's something significant that he's saying. There's something that was highlighted about their lives. Because here's the thing. We have the ability, we have the advantage in this day to look back and see what God did. They didn't even have that. 
they had to look ahead fully in faith and trust for the promised Messiah, for the promised King to come, for the promised Savior of the world. If we go back to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, a few verses before what I just read, it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And this is what the ancients were commended for. You see, even here the author is saying they didn't even have the ability to see, to look back and see what God did. It took a whole lot of faith to put their trust their confident expectation in the promises of God and in the promises of his word. This is real faith and this is real trust. And as we, as I, over the past couple weeks have gone through a family tragedy and the loss of my dad, you know, all of those things come to the surface. We trust God. Do I have faith in God that his plan and that his way is good and perfect? Am I going to trust him? And to the best of my ability and to the best of my mom's ability and and all of those around me and my family, we decided early on that we're gonna trust God in this process. It has not been easy. That does not mean we don't question things sometimes. We really, truly will never know why things happened the way they did. But we're gonna trust God with that. That word assurance in verse one, the assurance about what we do not see, that can also be translated in some English versions as conviction. And I like kind of John, uh, John MacArthur, he's a, a Bible theologian and philosopher, and, and he has some thoughts around that. And he says, you know, that's kind of evidence to him that this, even this word conviction, is there something on our part that's an active thing that we need to do? It implies that we respond with the things that we do and the way that we live in a way that displays faith and trust. He goes on to say, faith is living in a hope that is so real that it gives us absolute assurance. Living in a way that is so real. So that's what I think. If we're gonna write down a big idea today, I'd love us to consider that the best gift that we can give, as we think of gifts in this season, and the gifts that we've given and the gifts that we receive, the best gift that we can give Jesus is our faith and our trust in him. The best gift that we can give Jesus is our faith and our trust in him. I'm so grateful that my dad taught me from an early age what it meant to live in faith and to live in trust. You know, here's the perspective that we need to have. We need to change our perspective. I've said that a lot because our perspective is so limited. We can't see around the corners. We can't see through the twists and the turns, but God can. We have a God who knows the future. He holds the future in his hands. And when we are able to take our hand and to place it 
in his loving, awesome hands. He will guide us in the future as we walk in faith and trust in him. The things we cannot see. One of the most famous verses in the Bible that I think of when I, when I think of trust is back in the Old Testament in a book of wisdom called Proverbs. And the author says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. See, we don't have the vision that he does. We don't have the perspective that he does. But when we are able to trust him and say, God, I'm gonna live and do in this life in a way that honors you in faith and trust because I can't see it. That's the best gift we could give him. And in closing, my mind went to the famous passage that's often read at funeral services or services of remembrance and celebration of life. And it's that famous passage, Psalm chapter 23, but I would love to read it to you in a version called The Message. Listen to this. God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You've bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes through Death Valley. I'm not afraid when you walk at my side. Your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You receive, you revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. My friends, people at Hope Church, I really hope you've enjoyed your Christmas and that you're continuing to enjoy this Christmas season, but I would just ask you, keep it in perspective. There is another world ahead of us and we need to live our lives in that perspective, in eternal perspective. Place your trust in the God of the Bible. Live your life in faith of his promises and the words that he's spoken to us. Take God at his word. Put your hand in his and let him walk with you. This is a gift. He will never leave you astray. As we walk into 2022, this new year, as we're about to celebrate that. May we determine in our hearts that we're gonna give God the very best gift that we can have, us. A life filled with faith and trust in his good and perfect way. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your watchful care and your watchful eye over us. Thank you for the good gifts that you give 
Thank you for the good gifts that we are able to receive, even as we think about gifts in this season. May we, re- may we be reminded of that. But God, in turn, may we live lives that are gifts to you. God, that hopefully actually will become a gift that keeps giving to other people as they see the way we live in faith and trust in you, in your good and your perfect ways. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen.